0: During this time, because he had me on his mind when he was headed to the cross, he had Chad, he had Sunshine, he had Linda, he had Nail Roseberry, he had Linda, he had Altrina, he had Tanisha, he had us on his mind. I'm realizing that he had to die so that we can live. So these two weeks is this 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 Palm Sunday, the Good Friday, Resurrection Sunday. It always hits me different i'm grateful for him every day i'm grateful for everything he does and that he's continuing to do Um, but these two weeks in particular they they stick out to me because i can't even imagine being on death row i can't imagine being locked in a cell i can't imagine getting a, a a a death sentence and knowing that it was about to run its full course not because i had to die for me but because i had to die for somebody else um there's a story um that i that i've told before Um, in the pulpit, and I don't think I told on Thirst Quench Thursday, but there was something similar to COVID. There was this worldwide uh, pandemic that happened where people were getting sick left and right, people were dying um, left and right, and they said, listen, it has to be some sort of blood that's going to save everybody, and so what they did, it was mandated that everybody go and get tested to see who had the blood, who could could provide the antibody um, for everybody else, And so everybody went and got tested across the world. And it was one person whose blood um, was the match that could save anybody. But as you can imagine, it would take all um, of your blood. This story hits me so hard in my chest every time that I tell it. Here it is. And so um, one day it was a father and a son. um, And the father got a knock at the door. And it was the U.S. government. um, And they said, listen, we ran all these tests. And it is your house who has the blood that can save the entire world and so as the father contemplated he sat there he's tried to take in the words they were saying to him he said lord have mercy i've got to give my life up so these people can can live and so he began to think about his mother he began to think about his father he began to think about his son and he said for my son i'll sacrifice my own life and at that moment um the man from the government stopped him he said listen sir i'm i'm so grateful that you'd be willing to do that but the blood matches actually your son Oof, lord have mercy so it's your son that we need um and yes it's going to take your son's life but everybody else will live but you are your son's guardian so you have to give the okay for us to take his life y'all listen when jesus came down in man form that's what god had on his mind it was only through his son that everybody else could be saved so when i think about this story from that context lord have mercy miss lucinda welcome when i think about the story when i think about the resurrection from that context that if it were my son who had to die so that his blood could allow everybody else to live y'all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know if I could do that, that's why I thank God for himself. That's why I thank God for Jesus who gave his only begotten son. Why? So that we may have a chance at salvation. But here it is. The topic for tonight I told you was riding shotgun. What shotgun? You know, when you were a kid, um, whenever you race into the car to get in your parents' seat after you reach that legal age, you say, here it is, um... Thank you, Ashley, working from, uh, uh, watching from work to God. Listen, put this on the screen at the hospital. Let all the patients and all the nurses and all the CNAs watch it. I believe he's going to do something special at your workplace on tonight. But here it is. Whenever you're a child or you reach reaching legal age where you can now get into the front seat while your parents are driving, you and your siblings shout this word. You say, I got a shotgun." And what that means is, I've got the seat next to the driver. I am the co-pilot. And when you get a little bit older, when you go on a road trip, listen. That is not just a normal. That's not just a normal uh, place that you ride in the car. Here it is. When you ride in shotgun, you are you you are in charge of the aux cord. You are in charge of the directions. You are in charge of what the entertainment. The entertainment. It is your responsibility to provide the best entertainment that anybody could provide on your way to your destination so listen the, the the shotgun has some power in that position so don't think that when i say side shotgun i'm saying sidekick i'm saying side piece i'm not saying that i'm saying that there is power in the shotgun seat somebody type shotgun on your screen shotgun as a matter of fact say i got shotgun i i got shotgun why because i realize that god is the pilot and if god is the pilot i have no worries if god's a pilot i am more than okay being the shotgun as a matter of fact god i don't even have to be in the shotgun seat as long as i am in the vehicle somebody shout in the vehicle as long as i'm in the vehicle i don't have to snut i don't have to worry i ain't studying what you got to say or nobody else because as long as god is driving here it is i am okay but this story of the triumphant entry the triumphant entry um, on palm sunday what happens is uh, jesus tells his disciples say hey, listen go and get the donkey and bring it to matter of fact it's a young donkey Some versions say that it is a wild donkey and I'm going to get on top of it and ride. Listen, if I can stop right there, if you've ever known anything about a donkey, a donkey is stubborn. Matter of fact, they call it a mule There's another name called a jack, you know I don't don't use those words So don't don't worry about me But listen, when, 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 when you see a donkey Donkeys are only good for so much Because after they get tired After they say they don't want to go anymore Donkeys are not going to go any farther They are done, they are stubborn, they are mules They're not going to do anything they don't want to But the significance of this right here Is the fact that God did not just choose An ordinary donkey, he did not choose An old donkey, God chose a young donkey God chose a wild donkey why is this significant because donkeys are already stubborn but a wild donkey a young donkey is stubborn beyond belief what else is significant about it they are stronger than most other uh, 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 donkeys and mules and I say that to say this it was not not it was not by coincidence that God chose to use a wild donkey he's trying to tell you that no matter what you're going through in your life no matter how chaotic your situation is no matter how much it seems like nobody can hear you nobody can save you nobody can see what you're going through feel what you're going through nobody knows the caregiver stress nobody knows of the weight that you're carrying on your shoulders but the bible the bible the bible says to cast all your cares upon the lord Lord have mercy can I give you a Bible because he careth for you some versions say casting all your cares upon him why and he will sustain you so no matter what it is that you're carrying on your shoulders God says I chose a wild donkey I chose a young donkey so that you can understand that no matter what It is that you're choosing to carry on your own. Why? Because I've already overcome anything that you can go through in your life. So I'm here to tell somebody tonight on Thirst Quench Thursday. I don't care how bad the situation is. As a matter of fact, let me speak to somebody real personal right quick. I don't care how bad the diagnosis was that you received on this week. God says, I chose the wild donkey so that you can know that I don't care what they say lord have mercy who is they they is the naysayer they may be your family they may be anybody who comes against what god has for you but here it is that's why you got to learn i told y'all first quench thursday nation whenever it is yours y'all you got to do is put your name on it and claim it why you ain't got to rush to the front of the line because when you get to your point in line whatever it is that god has for you is going to be for you but i read something in this text and I, we always hear about him riding in on a donkey and then and them putting uh, the white linen across the donkey and putting the palm trees down so that the, even the donkey did not have to touch the dirt. There's significance to that. But I'm going to tell you what got me is when the Roman soldiers uh, were coming to find him. At first, remember, they did not even recognize who he was. They had to say, listen, I need for you to point him out with a kiss to Judas. Right. But before they got to that. They wanted to get Lazarus. What well, that mercy? Lazarus, the same one. He said, "Lazarus, rise and walk." This same Lazarus that he rose from the dead was significant why because they wanted to get Lazarus because Lazarus was riding in shotgun (laughs) I wish y'all would get excited with me tonight on thirst quench thursday here it is they came after Lazarus because Lazarus was riding in the shotgun what is the shotgun Lazarus said God since you rose me up from the dead can I preach deucey like I feel it yes daddy say yes daddy oh since he rose Lazarus up from the dead Lazarus said whoever I come in contact with I'm going to tell them that I bumped into a man named Jesus not only did I know some things that he can do but I know this for myself because I once was blind and now i see i once was dead but he rose me listen to me everybody can't say that why because he didn't raise everybody from the dead but lazarus y'all listen to me lazarus has a testimony like nobody else there was another girl that he rose up from the dead but this story right here is about lazarus why because lazarus was riding in shotgun i told y'all today's topic tonight is i got shotgun riding in shotgun it matters Who's riding in shotgun? I told y'all the shotgun pays some significant amount of value in this text because shotgun is the person who says no matter what they say about you, no matter how far they're willing to poke pride and talk, talk about you, no matter how much negativity they have to say about you, I'm going to shout your grace from the mountaintops i need you to find that lazarus in your life yes maybe lazarus came into your life for a significant reason but lazarus is that shotgun rider lazarus is the person who is going to say listen for god i live and for god i die if that's not you and you're not a lazarus i need for you to begin to reevaluate what god and who god is in your life if he did it before he can do it again. Why? Because he rose Lazarus. Why? Because he made you to wake up this morning with food on your table and clothes on your back. I need for somebody to begin to drop those anchors because the God that I'm talking about here on tonight is the same God that used the wild donkey, is the same God that used the wild preacher. It is the same God that called you out of your mess, it's the same God that brings beauty from ashes. It is the same God who accepted you when everybody else turned their backs on you. I'm just talking about Jesus. I need for y'all to hear the God that I'm talking about the reason the reason the reason that Lazarus was willing to ride in the shotgun is because he knew what God had done for him can I park this thing right here on tonight matter of fact can I drop my anchor on tonight here it is the reason you're not ready to shout about what God has done for you is because you have not acknowledged the very things that he has done in your life what are you saying Pastor Chad I'm simply saying this right here you have to learn to count the small victories can I park it right here listen working in the field that I work in with this dementia with this Alzheimer's one thing that is significant that I try to teach my staff and I have to remember of myself and if you have anybody in your life who has Alzheimer's or dementia or aphasia or anything like that you have to learn to count the small victories what are you saying at a certain point in dementia it is a disease that deteriorates the brain and so everything that seems so simple no longer is simple simply because your brain is deteriorating what does that mean that means your ability to speak is no longer there. Your ability to comprehend is no longer there. Here's a big one. Here's a big one. Your ability to reason is no longer there. When you have aphasia, your ability to recall uh, words that are, are, are ordinary everyday words are no longer there. You lose the ability to reason. So what seems simple to you is not simple. But when you begin to progressing your disease eventually you'll end up if it goes all five phases you'll end up in the fetal position But here it is before you get there comes a point where your brain is so uh broken down that your body will be so physically exhausted that you no longer stand up straight and walk but you begin to walk on your tiptoes falling over because your body is physically exhausted but your brain won't tell your body to sit down and rest oh that mercy I said I was talking about dementia but that's for some of y'all right there some of y'all are so busy trying to be here and trying to be there and trying to do this and trying to do that but you are so busy that your mind is saying listen you can keep going but your body's saying no baby no I need for you to sit down calm down and give me a rest before I shut down on you the reason why some of us have our bodies shut down is because we don't listen to our bodies when it says hey I need you to pump the brake I need for you to give me a Gatorade zero and an energy bar because I'm about to shut down on you but one thing that I try to teach my death is to count the small victories as joy what are you saying preacher what i'm saying is simple right here if i can't get you to sit down for 30 minutes if i can get you to sit down for two that is a small victory when i think of the small things that he's done matter of fact listen wherever you are i need for you to hold your breath for a second take a deep breath that's called a oops he did it again type praise I need for y'all to go crazy on here right now with these anchors. What is the oops, he did it again type praise? Those are those collateral beauties. Those are the things that I forget to tell him thank you for. Those are the beauties that he does on a regular basis that I count at robbery. And I don't say, God, you've been too good for me. You didn't bless me with the mansion, but you gave me a two-story house. You did not bless me with the Bentley, but you blessed me with a brand new Honda. Whatever it is that you need to thank God for every now and then, you need to look at somebody and say, He did it again i don't know what he done for you in your life but wherever you are right now i need for you to oops he did it again y'all ain't done it yet i'm still waiting on you i can feel when you take that breath miss ruthie ross i need for you to say yeah Chad. he done it again he sure did every breath that you take is a gift from the Lord. You ought to stop looking at the big things. As a matter of fact, you got to stop looking at the people who are tied to your life and you've got to get your blinders on. Maybe you need to be like the horses are in the Kentucky Derby and get them blinders in your life. That way you ain't worried about what he's doing for your neighbor because whatever he done for your neighbor, I am just a firm believer that he's going to do it for you. All you got to do is believe that he done it. That's why Lazarus was able to ride in a shotgun because he counted the small things. It was not enough. That he woke him up in his right mind Lazarus is going to shout glory Because he woke him up if I can park and I can speak for Lazarus for a second 2,000 years ago, Lazarus said he didn't have to wake me up the simple fact that he knew my name (laughs) Lord have mercy, Maurice, I feel like preaching on Thursday, Thursday on tonight, some of us have to get excited about the fact that he knew my name, how do I know that he knows my name, because whenever he wakes me up, he calls me by my name, he says Chadrick I need for you to rise up for another day whatever it is that you need him to do learn to put your name on as a matter of fact, everybody that's on here i need for you to type your name on the screen that way i know that he knows your name huh that way i know that you know that he knows your name whatever it is that you're going through whatever it is that you are seeking god for i need for his right here listen to me you gotta trust god that if he can tame that wild donkey He can tame that wild person in you. Whatever it is that you need. Whatever it is that you're standing in the need for. Tedra had a praise testimony that she put. She's had heart issues for about the last five years. And when they treated her, she was better when she came out than she was before. This is the testimony right here. Some of these heart procedures, when they shock your heart, there is a big chance that when they shock it, it will not shock back in. Here it is. But not only did her heart shock back right, baby, that thing is beating like it's supposed to. I need for you to say boom, boom 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 i'm saying that not to be funny but to say it could have went south but because she claimed that thing whatever it is that you need god to do i dare you to say if he did it before my lord have mercy he can do it again here it is i need this 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 is your shout for the night we about to get off here because son is waiting on his daddy this is your shout for the day not only do we give him praise for the oops he did it again praises not only do we give him praise for the small victories that we have in our life, but I need for you to learn to give God praise for the things that nobody even knew that you were going through. Good Lord, have mercy. There are some people in your life who know a little bit about what you were going on. And there's a few who knew everything that you was going to, almost everything that you were going through. But there are those few things that only you and God know about. This is why you got to praise God, because there are some things that he brought you through that only you knew you were going through. Yeah, I'm going to say that louder Because that was good on Thirst Quench Thursday There are a few things that God has brought you through That you lose your mind That's why when you get in the church And you say you hear somebody say When I think of the goodness of Jesus I get excited because I thought about it But I never spoke it It was only me God and my floor It was only me God and my prayer closet It was only God that knew I was about to lose my doggone mind But since he looked beyond my fault And he knew exactly what it was That I was going through Baby, that's why you ain't got to run the Facebook about everything. If you can just keep some things between you and God, all you got to do is say, God, you did it before. I know that you can do it again. So some of us got to get excited about not riding in the front seat. But being Okay. Riding in the shotgun. The front seat says. I'm a micromanager. The front seat says. It's got to be my way. But if I recall the Bible. Even Jesus said. God not my will. But your will be done. I need for you to be okay. Saying here it is. Not my will God. But your will be done. So here it is. We learned one thing right here. You got to learn to praise God. For the oops he did it again. praises. You got to learn to praise God for the small victories. You got to learn to praise God for the victories that only you and him knew about. Because truth be told, the reason that it is that you have not lost your mind is because he heard you when nobody else did. What's crazy is you was about to lose your mind thinking that nobody heard you when God said, not only did I hear you, baby, but I saw you. How do you know that he saw you? I told you early because he knew your name, baby. There's power in your name. That's why you got to learn to praise God for the name that you have. That's why you can't answer to everything that everybody calls you. But there are some things that you can answer to when you hear somebody say, hey, a liar you better never answer, I don't care if you used to lie. Every time you opened your mouth, you are delivered from the spirit of lying. If you hear somebody say, oh, prostitute, if you hear somebody say, oh, thief, if you hear somebody say, oh, murder, listen to me. Listen to this pastor talk. Here it is. I don't care what it is that you did in your life before Christ saw you. The other than your name the only thing that you answer to is victory the only thing that you answer to is delivered the only thing that you answer to is a child of god if it is not your name baby i need for you to put your earmuffs on i need for you to put your noise canceling headphones on and say you know what i've already been about my father's business and nothing is going to change now if he did it before i am a firm believer that he can do it again so as they Went and got this wild donkey for Jesus and he tamed this wild, strong, super stubborn donkey and rode in on it. I need for you to pay attention to the people. Lord have mercy. I'm, I'm, I'm really about to go in right here. Here it is. Because some of us are in a season right now where they're shouting Hosanna. What are you saying, preacher? What are you saying? Some of us are in a season right now where it seems like everything that can go right is going right. And anything that can go right, will go right. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. Listen to me. It won't last always. You've got to go through the ups and the downs. Right now, they're shouting, Hosanna in the highest. Doing this triumphant entry. But not even a whole week later. Not only a whole week later, they went from, hey, Brandon, what you got on? Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. To saying crucify him. Listen to me. He was standing next to Barabbas, a, a rapist, a murderer, a thief. Here it is. You are standing next to a murderer. A thief. A rapist. And when Pilate asked them, Do you want me to free this free man? Are this rapists? This murderer, the people who the person that caused hurt and pain in your life. Or do you want me to free Jesus? He's not done anything he's just preached the gospel the people went from shouting hosanna in the highest place to say give us barabbas and crucify him it's like i told you at the beginning of thirst quench thursday when the man came to the father's house and said no thank you for being willing but we're talking about your son we need your son's blood be careful of the people who shout Hosanna because those same people who are the loudest will be the quietest when they try to crucify you. You need you a Lazarus who's going to say, well, no matter what they say about him, I know who he is. You don't just need somebody who knows who you are. You need some people who will fight for you. You got one best friend that's good. If you got five, I worry about you. Hosanna in the highest. Count the small victories. Remember your name. Praise God for the. Oops, he did it again praises. And praise God for the things that he did. That you are that only you and him know about. If he did it before. He can do it again. Not only did he hear you. When you were in your prayer closet and it was just you and him. How do you know he heard me? Because he's already done it for you. Here it is. Even when I can't see it, I know he's working. Even when I can't feel it, I know he's working. Here it is. He's never stopped working. He's never stopped working. Father, I thank you for seeing me when nobody else heard me. Father, I thank you for hearing me when it felt like nobody else saw me. God, I lift up all the prayer requests from tonight. I pray not only that you see us, God, but that you hear us. How then shall they hear without a preacher to preach the good news? So God, I thank you for the ability to hear. I thank you not only do we hear, but we receive. God, you are great and greatly to be praised. I've realized that there's nobody like you. So hear our prayers, O Lord. Hear our cries, O Lord. Hear us in the midnight hour, God. Hear us on 85 when it felt like nobody else could hear us. And all we could do was wipe our eyes and get to our destination from crying so hard. God, we love you. We praise you. We bless your holy name. I got shotgun. And I'm going to ride it till I die. Fos in your son, Jesus' name we pray. God, you are so wonderful. Everybody in the sound of my voice shouted amen. Hallelujah. And drop those anchors. Listen, if you've not already.